help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics beat the Cavs 117-113. This game was not as close as the final score states. The Celtics were up by 15 with, I don't know, three minutes left and then just imploded. Uh, But for pretty much the entire second half, the Celtics had complete control of this game. Uh, Really fun one to watch through and through. We saw Tatum get back to normal, uh, which is great to see. But going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, That section will be short here. But talk about all those things. Talk about where the Celtics stand in the Eastern Conference at this point. There has been some movement. So to get things started, got to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. This was a really, really good performance from Jason Tatum and honestly it started terrible he had two points after the first quarter on one of four from the field and he played like 10 minutes uh so a really poor start for Jason Tatum however he gets 15 points in the second goes into halftime with 17 then puts up another 18 points 35 points after the third quarter he sat the first I don't know four four or five minutes of the fourth quarter uh But Jason Tatum just went nuclear. Like after starting one for four, he ended the night 13 of 21, four of six from three, 41 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists. He was two assists shy of a 40-point triple-double. Jason Tatum, like this was his game. It was absolutely a monster performance from Jason Tatum, uh, which is great. You know, we were literally just talking about it last game where – Jason Tatum's kind of been struggling since the all-star break, you know, and normally we're used to seeing him come out post all-star break and he looks like a brand new Tatum. Like he looks like the best version of himself right after the all-star break every year. That's how it's been. And it it really wasn't the case this year, right? First three, four games, first three games back, Jason Tatum didn't really look too hot, but tonight, just brushed all of the dust off and just tore up this Cavaliers team. Uh, It's a really solid performance from him as well. Uh, But you look, you've got a bunch of guys that stepped up. We've got Al Horford, 23 and 11, Robert Williams, 11 and 11. So three guys with double doubles. Al Horford was incredible in this one. Absolutely incredible. And he's done really well for a large majority of this season. Uh, But like, 23 points, 11 rebounds, six of eight from three. This guy looked like one of the best three-point shooters in the history of the NBA. Every time it left his hands, you thought it was going in. And this is kind of how we were with, you know, Derek White, just any of his shots over the last, you know, three weeks. Al Horford tonight was incredible. Both sides of the ball. This was a really solid game overall from him. Um, and it they came in big moments. Like big moments when the Celtics really needed buckets. The Cavs were going on a run uh, late in this one, got it down to like 11 or 12. Al Horford hits a huge corner three. And it just seemed like every single one of his six three-point makes was in a big moment. So you got to give Al some credit. 33 minutes in this one, played a decent amount, right? And just went out there and was an absolute stud. 
Like, looks so good. So good. And his running mate, Robert Williams, was right up there with him. It's not like Robert Williams went out there and was hitting threes. Uh, however, 11 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, a steal, two blocks, a team high plus nine. Robert Williams, this was the best that we have seen him all year long. This was vintage Robert Williams. Defensively, absolute menace. A little bit more aggressive uh, at the rim tonight than he has been in the past. Obviously, we talked about it last game. He was pretty aggressive at the rim last game. Uh, But this was a really solid overall game for Robert Williams. Defensively, I thought it was probably the best he's looked. Uh, And offensively, he contributed as well. This wasn't a game where, you know, he relied strictly on alley-oops. He did have a couple offensive rebounds that he looked solid in. Three offensive rebounds, had some putbacks. So this, this is Robert Williams stepping up, playing at a very high level on both ends of the floor. You know, people want to say that he's only a defensive player. He doesn't have an offensive game. He spaces the floor in a different way. Obviously, Al Horford spaces the floor because he can shoot threes. Robert Williams spaces the floor because people need to stay attached to him. It's a really solid game overall from him. Uh, and then on top of, you know, those three guys, it was a it was a meh game from Jalen Brown. Uh, I'm not going to say it was bad. It wasn't good, like 6 of 15 from the field. So, you know, it is what it is. End of the night, 16 points, three rebounds, four assists. Thought he moved the ball pretty well. Uh, but Marcus Martin, this one, was probably one of the best defensive games we've seen from him in a long time. This was not a game where he out and really did much on the offensive end, uh, which I know a lot of people are going to sit there and say that he never does. It's not true. He contributes. He's a playmaker. He's the guy that moves the ball a lot. Uh, but he ended the night, 14 points, two assists, so low there, but three steals. And some of his plays, like also forced a jump ball on uh, Jared Allen too, or not Jared Allen, uh, Mobley. So Mark Smart was everywhere. Every single place the Cavs turned, Marcus Smart was there. Whether poking the ball out, forcing shot clock violations, doing whatever he can, he was making all of the right plays on the defensive end. It was a really, really impressive night. Uh, Overall, struggle from the field, 3 of 11 from the field. Did make two of his three three three-point attempts tonight. So overall, you look, solid night from him as well. Um, Outside of that, I mean – as well as our benches played for the majority of this season, this wasn't really a game where we saw a ton of it. You know, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White both played 23, 25 minutes, respectively. It's not like they went out and played a ton. I kind of would expect more minutes from both of those guys. Uh, they were whatever. They weren't really great in this one. So you had the bench not really do much. Overall, they scored 12 points. So that is 105 points from your starters today. And they came in unlikely places. Obviously, Jason Tatum went out and did his thing. But Al Horford giving you 23, Robert Williams giving you 11. Like those are two guys that not like they not like they don't score, right? But they're not guys that are going out giving you 23 and 11 on a, a regular night. So the fact that every single one of our starters was in double digits tonight, was impressive. Love to see it. And after the absolute 
like stinker from beyond the arc last game, the Celtics came out and just dominated in that end of the field, on that end of the court, 16 of 32. So that number significantly lower than last game, but the three point percentage is 50%. You're going to win games when you're shooting 50% from three. Uh, I'm actually kind of surprised with the rate that they were falling, that they didn't take more of them. Uh, but overall, solid game. I, I think that this was probably the best ball movement that we've seen in a long time. Shots weren't falling at, at all points. Uh, but in the first quarter, there were like five straight possessions where the ball touched every single person on the team's hand before a shot went up. It was absolutely beautiful to watch. Uh, and it kind of continued it throughout. 27 assists in this one uh, on 39 makes. Pretty solid. You know, they did get a lot of points from the free throw line, 23 points from the free throw line in this one. Uh, but then on top of that, you look at the the transition points. Like this Celtics kind of thrived. You know, getting to the line, 23 of 20, 28 is solid from the free throw line. Uh, but then you look at the fast break points, six. 16 fast break points on the night for the Celtics. I think the this is one of the uh, bad end of teams in Cleveland. And they really have the ability on a on a half-court defense to really shut you down and force you into tough shots. Obviously, you know, the Celtics have a lot of guys that can go out, create opportunities for themselves. Uh, but they didn't really need to because they got out and transition a ton in this one. And it's just beautiful basketball. This is what the Celtics do really well. Jalen Brown, one of the best transition players in the NBA. Jason Tatum, really solid in transition. And when you have a guy like Marcus Smart, like Robert Williams, making huge defensive plays, you have the ability to get out in transition and make these plays. And the Celtics did a good job of it tonight. Again, when you're getting 23 points from free throws and then 16 from fast break points, you're setting yourself up for a huge game on the offensive end, right? That was, you know, what we saw tonight, and it was just beautiful to see. So overall, solid win for the Celtics. Uh, at least from a, uh, a roster perspective rotations go so i want to dive into all of that before we dive into some of the negatives some of the rotations and kind of where the celtics stand i want to take a quick break for work from our sponsors this podcast is brought to you by hopewell hemp farms hopewell hemp farms your only source for the highest quality american grown hemp products if you're like me and love to be active whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league or your level of activity is limited to yard work one thing is for certain, as you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. 
Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimmis with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so wanted that through some of the negatives here. This section, I'll keep it short. Because honestly, offensively, this is one of the better games we've seen in a long time for the Celtics. Uh, I do think the ball movement was incredible in this one. Uh, and despite twice not being one of the highest that we've seen from an assist standpoint, I, I thought they moved the ball really, really well. Uh, the one negative that you kind of take from this was the Celtics on a, a defensive standpoint, while they did look great at times, you look at the numbers and you're seeing – Donovan Mitchell with 44. You're seeing Garland, 29. Those are two guards, right? And I know this is one of the things that perimeter defense has been something the Celtics have kind of struggled with uh, a lot this season. And it's super surprising considering the personnel that we have, right? You've got Marcus Smart, who tonight defensively was fantastic, right? Robert Williams covering things up at the rim. And then you've still got guards. Garland and Mitchell going off and scoring all this, all these points, right? Tonight, that was one of the, the issues that I kind of ran into. I think overall, we weren't really getting out to the three-point line as much. There were still a lot of going under screens and not as much switching as we've kind of seen. And Garland and Mitchell took advantage of it. You know, Garland, five of nine from three. Mitchell, four of 12. So that's really not great, right? 33%. I mean, it's low league average but either way you're looking at 12 points just from three from mitchell 15 from garland right like there are still some issues the celtics need to work through from a defensive standpoint but overall that's about it from a negative standpoint in this game i think the celtics overall i mean in the first quarter we gave up 12 second chance points because of offensive rebounds that we gave up to the Cavs. that number was like negligible at the end of the game i think they ended the game with like 16 or 18 second chance points so the celtics really cleaned that up after a really tough first quarter they cleaned it up on that the offensive rebounding side of the ball so overall you look at this game it's it's a good win right the celtics found themselves up by 20 late in the fourth and let the cavaliers go on a run right and that's the that's the other issue with this game. We scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. So offensively, we started doing a lot of, you know, my ball, your ball, not as much team ball. And the ball movement kind of stopped. Right? It was a lot of, you know, Jalen Brown 
trying to create offense when Jason Tatum was out in the beginning. It was a lot of Jason Tatum coming in after and slowing the pace and trying to play in the half court, which is the Cleveland Cavaliers strength, right? So they still have some things to to figure out on that end because when you're up, keep playing the way that you're playing. We were playing upbeat all night long. We ran the pace of this game. And fourth quarter comes, we have big lead. They stopped doing it. They stopped moving the ball. They started playing ISO. And you can't do it, especially against a team like the Caps. Like their record doesn't really reflect how talented they are. 39 and 26, like they're better than their record. And they've won seven of their last three or seven of their last 10 prior to tonight. So it's, you know, they're playing good basketball right now. Celtics can't go out and stop moving the ball, start playing ISO, especially after ball movement really reigns supreme all night long. Uh, so that's the other, th- those are really the two big things that the Celtics like still need to figure out. Again, it wasn't a perfect game. However, the Celtics did play really well for the large majority of this game. Uh, now, the one thing that really surprised me today uh, was the rotations from Joe Missoula. So we saw, again, healthy starting five, one of very few times this season that it's happened. First big man off the bench, Mike Muscala. Actually, only big man off the bench. So we saw a lot of Celtics going small or big minutes for Robert Williams and Al Horford. Muscala played 11 minutes in this one. Celtics went small a lot. And this is a Cavaliers team that's pretty big with Allen and Mobley. And you know both of those guys played good minutes, 39 minutes for both Allen and Mobley. You would think that the Celtics would have opted to go a little bit bigger in this matchup. And the one guy that got left out of the rotation here is Grant Williams. This is the first game since May of 2021 that Grant Williams was available and was a DNPCD, did not play coach's decision. This was the first game in two years that Grant was available and didn't play. And you look back to last game, 16 minutes. The game before that, don't think it was that much either. Grant Williams is seeing his minutes decline, right? And I don't, I don't want to sit here and say I get it, but at the same time, like if he's going out there, he's got to be a plus in the offensive end. And there have been games where he certainly has, and he's looked like he is that $20 million player. And then there are games where he goes out there and is looking lost in the offensive end, tries to do too much, and is a negative. I know like he's still a very good defender. I know he's a, still more than likely going to be a huge rotational player for the Celtics down the run, down the stretch. I still hundred percent wholeheartedly believe that I still think Grant Williams has a huge role on this team uh, as, as a guy that can go out, defend uh, really strong guys and hit the three ball. And there's a spot for guys like him in the league right now. I don't know if he just pissed Joe Missoula off because this seemed like a matchup where, a guy like Grant would have made a lot of sense because he can go out there and he can defend Mobley. He can defend Jared Allen. He can go out there, run the floor, space the floor. This seemed like a matchup that would be good for him. Instead, they went with Muscala. 
And honestly, it wasn't really uh, a huge minutes game from Muscala either. So it's a little, little confusing. I know I said that at the end of the last podcast too. The rotations last game, confusing. Tonight, a little confusing again. Uh, Celtics pull off the win. So be it. So we're going to we're gonna end it there and just be happy at this point. But with the Eastern Conference standings, Milwaukee just seems like they're never going to lose again. It seems like they're going to win the next 14 NBA championships because no team in the NBA can beat them. They have won 16 straight games, including tonight against Orlando. Uh, and Orlando seemed to give them a little bit of a problem early on, but the Bucks just pulled it off. 45 and 17. So they still uh, have a half game lead over the Celtics at this point uh, who are eight and two in their last 10. I said in the last podcast, the Celtics did not lose first place. The Milwaukee Bucks won first place. When you win 16 straight games, if you're not in first place, there's an issue, right? It means you are so far behind that there you just shot yourself in the foot early on and that wasn't the case but the fact that they've won 16 straight games and the Celtics are still only a half game back is pretty impressive obviously you want the the first seed health is more important i've said i said it last podcast i'll say it you know 10 10 days from now 10 games from now whatever it may be health is the most important thing heading into playoffs and the fact that we are healthy right now and we're getting to you know, get our starting five, our preferred starting five back into the mix and figuring out what they can do together this year because, you know, talents have changed. Guys look different. Guys are playing different. Uh, there still is an adjustment period. So health is the most important thing. Try to get these guys familiar with each other at this point. Uh, overall, solid game for the Celtics, though. That's where we're going to wrap things up. Uh, if you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics till I die and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics game day recap. A great night Celtics fans. We'll talk soon.